Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, welcome to another Rich Tang's Let's Square Theatre podcast. I hope you are enjoying the series. It's going quite well. This one has got Kerry Godleman, who is in the new Christopher Guest film, and loads of other stuff. You'll love her. Uh, if you enjoy these, you can come and see me on tour doing some proper stand-up that I've written and learned and rehearsed, rather than just made up on the spot. Go to richtang.com slash the underscore best slash tour, and you can see all the tour dates. It's called The Best. It's, my, it's 90 minutes of my best material, so it's a good opportunity to try me out as a stand-up, and if you don't like it, then, you know, we can pretty much agree that you never have to come and see me again. Also, my DVD of my last tour, Happy Now, will be out. Go to www.gofasterstripe.com and you can buy a copy of that. But let's sit back and relax and enjoy Richard and Letter Square Theatre Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Letter Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who just two days ago had diarrhoea and then vomited on his diarrhoea and then had diarrhoea on his vomit and then vomited on that diarrhoea. It's Richard Herring! <laughs> Uh, I get knocked down, but I get up again. They can't stop me. Food poisoning cannot destroy me. I will just carry on uh, and doing podcasts till I die. Welcome to uh, Rich Chains Leicester Square 
theatre podcast. I met Vanilla Ice uh, the other day. <laughs> I don't know if you know remember him. He calls it Rahelastaba, Rahelastaba, baby. So it's, um, it's quite cool. There's some cool kids in. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, we've just, as I was saying just before we started, um, we recorded this the day after I recorded the second episode of As It Occurs To Me. So I've really written all the topical jokes I can muster, and they're all gone. Uh, so uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll tell you, first of all, what I've got to do is... Um, I have to, uh, there's someone called Owen Davis, uh, who, uh, who contributed to the Kickstarter that paid for this uh, videoing, so thank you for him, but he paid for me to insult him. Uh, it's hard to, Owen Davis, there's not much to know about him, but I'm, I'm guessing this is a pretty accurate impression of Owen Davis. Oh, hello! I am, this Welsh, by the way, this, I am, but the boy, yo, I am Owen Davis, where's my seaweed? I want to eat some seaweed! That's why he goes... He's a fucking idiot, basically, is what I'm saying. And uh, I'd also like to welcome uh, Bettina Saunders, who uh, was... So there she is, she's over there. Hello, Bettina. I don't think I'll pick you up on the video, partly because I'm not very good at... It's definitely playing... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing... Hello, Bettina. Uh, she has paid uh, to, to be the VIP for this week's uh, episode. Uh, so she might, if she wishes, get to ask our, our guest a, a question later on. She's been the finest champagne that you can buy for £19.50 at Sainsbury's. It was £15 last week, and then Sainsbury's, they no, they must have gone, blimey, we sold one. <laughs> Let's see if we can bump the price up. I meant to pop to, like, a wine warehouse and get, like, five bottles for a fiver or something, you know. 20 quid of your Kickstarter money, that is, that's gone, just... Psh- burn up like it's nothing uh, so let's see uh, let's see who's in the audience before we get cracking I want to have a little there's a man with a fine beard here have I talked to you before sir no. hello what's, what's your name oh, let, wait a second because I'm really <laughs> I mean it's to be fair it's not working <laughs> this is the new iPhone it's, yeah. it's not there it's the new iPhone I mean that's just not working is it that's not my phone I've pressed that look you pressed Press that button and see if you can make it video, Andy. <laughs> 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 it's like my little nephew I have. What's your name? I was just admiring your beard, sir. What's your, what's your name? Uh, Andy. Andy? Yeah. How long did that beard take to grow? Uh, a month. A month? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not the first time you did it. How long have you had the beard? Two years. Yeah, does it work with the ladies? Are you, are you together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you never met him before? And she's just looking at you and yeah, it does, it works. With the, well, do you like the, uh, the beard? What do you like about, what's your name, madam? Sylvia. Sylvia, what do you like about the, the beard particularly? Uh, he seems to like it. Uh, he seems to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just got used to it. She's got, oh, he, he comes with that beard. When you shave the beard off, do you look like incredibly like a little tiny boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has it got chins under there? Yeah, I've got that problem. Oh, my God, oh, what am I talking to you for? Look at this. <laughs> what, I was wasting my time with little bum fluff boy over here. Look at this. What's your name? Uh, Neil. Neil? Fucking Neil. Sorry. It's got a little Brian Blessed thing going on there. So that, and um, thank you, Neil. What do you do for a living, Neil? Do, wait, do you work in IT? No, I don't. Oh, wow, you should try. A- I think you could do, I think you could do really well. What do, you, what do you do? I'm a postman. You're a postman? That's, what, that's my dream job. I, well, my dream job is to play a postman. But I was... Dr Hillary from this morning said that there are no fat postmen. <laughs> what, do you do... Do you do, a, do, you do the round, you go walking on the round? Yeah. Yeah. I do one where I drive a lot. Yeah, that's fair enough. Isn't it? Oh, no, look, man, I can't fucking... Look at this. 
We should later on. We'll get together and we'll uh, belly bump these babies together. And I'll grow, well, next time I'll grow my beard for next time, and then we can. I'll show you youngsters what a beard is. I got my mine only sort of grows underneath. That's the problem. So it kind of grows down like a. You're fluffy at the side, and I'm going. It's going grey at the edges. Mine. Oh well, enough beard talk. This is you didn't. This is uh, the. I've got a new podcast. It's just about beard. Ah, it's a nice beard there, man. So that's uh, not nothing with these two here. I, just, I thought I'd just change it to be mainly about beards. No. Okay. Well. Uh, well. In that case, we'll crack on with our first guest. So I should crack on because she's uh, actually doing two gigs tonight. Uh, so we want to get the most out of her before she is forced to go and perform uh, elsewhere. Uh, she's probably best known for her appearance as Emma in the hit short film Hard to Swallow. That I'm sure you all. That I was also in. I'm sure you remember. No, it's Carrie Godman, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Carrie Godman, come in. Hello, come in. Sit down. Pick up a microphone. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Let me just check. I have turned it off. That's all right. I got like an hour of the desk last week, uh, so, uh, which we might put out as a special podcast. <laughs> so uh, it's lovely to have you here. Thanks. Um, and do you, what do you remember about the uh, hard to swallow shoot, which you we just rude. worked out? Was, I was very rude. Who could have foreseen that? <laughs> I did ad lib some being quite rude. Quite rude. You well, were we, really rude. The script was rude, and then you went, "Can I ad lib?" And then yeah. went fucking in with the rude. There was uh, well, we were a couple in it. Yeah, then we were married. We weren't happy. We were very unhappy. You were playing an, an alcoholic. Yeah. And I was playing a quite rude man. Th- that was and horrible to me. Horrible. You, you, which well, you was the said cause that of I, my alcoholism. Your character said that I had wanked in a sock, so that's quite rude. And then I said, well, at least a sock's got some elastic in it. That is, that is what, that's what, that was my ad It was the funniest line. <laughs> <laughs> and then you laughed. Yeah. And then looked angry. It was, I I was like, oh, that... I'm acting. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. They did keep that. It was funny. They was... found a wine glass, I remember, because she was such a boozer. Yeah. They wanted to find a wine glass that can take a whole bottle of wine. Right. And then there was a sort of long shot of me just pouring the whole bottle right, into yeah. a glass. But that's a thing, a wine glass that can hold a bottle. Yeah. I had to eat a lot of mashed potato. You were right with that. You I seemed was, happy. I did quite enjoy you seemed really was, happy with that. I worked for the free mashed potato. I worked so for so method. <laughs> you're like, they said you don't have to swallow it on it. You're like, no, I'll eat it because my character would. <laughs> free potato. Free potato. Free warm, you like peasant. lukewarm. <laughs> free potato. <laughs> It was ages ago. We Did were talking you get about. Paid money. I don't think I got paid. <laughs> I think everyone else got paid because I heard them talking about being paid. And you I were paid the paid. potato. I said, oh, they shit. said it was free potato. And, and, like, uh, me in. and you could pretend to take some cocaine. That's what they said. Ah. Uh, we we well we, we were, were all sort of smashed. Yeah, we? we were in the thing. We didn't take cocaine because that would be illegal. Uh, it was good. It was a good cut. It's all on. Uh, it's still online. It I think online. You, can watch, you can watch it free. Called Hard to Swallow. It's very funny. I'm going to spoil it though because at the end. There, there was a, a, a bear comes in. As I'm talking about a character who's called the bear, and then the end is a bear coming yeah, into the house. Yeah, that's the reveal. It's a real bear. Uh, and I, ju- I just felt sorry for the people. We we filmed it in someone's house in West London somewhere. Or somewhere well, they they greedy. They put their name on some sort of database. <laughs> about oh, let's just get money for our house yeah. and fuck them. And then a huge, <laughs> like not a small, a proper big bear, then was running smashed around. Up like, their smashed their house. And there were people in there dressed in our... We had to leave our clothes so that the people could dress up in our clothes so it would look like we were next to the bear. Do you remember that? I don't remember no, that. We You've did. got a good memory. I'm worried that my memory's going. Well, I don't really do much acting, so that was, that was, the, <laughs> it was the highlight of my career, that, so I'm looking back at that. I thought it was Maybe about... Maybe for the potato. It was. I thought it was about five years ago, but it was, it was, it was a long time ago. We were, well, the anchor of having children yeah. sort of 
time, you know, I know it was before I had kids and my right. daughter's nearly 10. God. So that's how long ago it was. Makes you feel really old. It does make me feel really old. It's awful. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was good. Check it out. But there's loads. I mean, you're doing so much stuff at the moment. Um, people will have seen you in Derek, which yeah. I think was probably your big break in terms yeah. of... You were doing stand-up before that. Long before and, that. And acting. You, were, you went to act, acting uh, school. school Rose all Brisbane. that long before What's that. What's it like? Because I'd always wanted to go to acting school. My parents wouldn't let me go. Wouldn't they? No, because they wanted me to... Rightly so. Because I wasn't very good, but uh, so they, what, uh, you... but because they wanted me to get a proper education. So it was it was them that stopped you, and not the audition process. <laughs> yeah, well, I never tried. The audition <laughs> yeah, I didn't go because my parents wouldn't have uh, allowed me to go. Well, they'd have let me in for sure. <laughs> I'm not sure they would have, but it, it's it's quite a. Is it was it was it it's, uh, good? Was it worth it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Some people do, and some people yeah. don't. You hear different stories, don't you? I had a good time. It's a lot of legitimate dicking about. Yeah. That's the drama school training. It's yeah. like you can spend a term being a camel. Yeah. <laughs> really. I mean, I'm not even joking. We did do a whole animal term where we went to the zoo. Well, you're not allowed to be anything but a camel for a term. <laughs> you're allowed to slip in and out. <laughs> People just sort of go into parties as camels. But, yeah, you, you just... You're mucking about for... It, mm. there's, there's very often not... You don't, again, get the opportunity to be that experimental with something, and it, yeah. it is just mucking about for three years. You did three years? Yeah, it's a degree. Yeah. Got no. a BA, mate. Oh, just pre- pretending. Don't imply. I mean, I did say it was dicking about for three years. <laughs> <laughs> well, who else was with you at uh, drama school? Well, as in famous people. Yeah, just well, no, names yeah. Of my friends <laughs> that I was at college with. Was there any famous people? No, uh, not in my uh, year. I can't... I can tell you people that went to that college, like Gary Oldman was their big one. They wheeled him out at every opportunity. Yeah. Literally. Literally. He yeah. was at our graduation <laughs> ceremony. He was like, look, he did go here. So he was like the big one. And then, I don't know, you have to go on their website. I will. Okay. So. My friend, Sorry. My friend, um, <laughs> my friend teaches there now because the, they do yeah. um, theater design, like set design. And she said they've got a list of all the people. What's the proper word? Like alumni? Yeah, the people that have been to the... And I'm not on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck them. That will change. That will change. Thanks for uh, It will. You're doing, I mean, well, you did, you've done Derek, and you've just... But very exciting, and I just watched it this morning because it's on Netflix. You're in the new Christ, Christopher Guest yeah. film, Mascots. Yeah. So let's talk about that, because that's pretty exciting. It was exciting, yeah. So how did you get to be... He saw Derek. Did he? he yeah. looked, I mean, it, it's sort of one of those dream scenarios. I didn't even audition for it. Right. He just saw Derek and asked me to be in it. And it was one of those shows. Check my diary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am free. <laughs> so, how long do you spend filming something like? So, it's, it's, it's like one of his things that he wouldn't Improvised. like to be called a mockumentary. He doesn't like that word. He does doesn't. He? No. And if you will, uh, a mockumentary. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's uh, so it's it's like uh, you know it's about uh, mascots, which is something we don't really have. Well. No, although, although the character was in. Yeah. Brit- do we not have them here? Well, not not to the extent I think in America. So the people who, who, who ball games dress up in stupid. Oh, but we do, well, we do have them in football. We do. We have that David Wrigley one of the terrifying cloud. Is <laughs> there a West Dundee. Ham? Someone told me the yeah, West there probably Ham. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't really like. They sport. exist. Yeah. I don't. I don't like sport. No. Uh, so, but there, so it's, but there's a competition in the film at least yeah. about about all the, the mascots, mascots getting together and their routine. And yeah. So it's yeah. like best in show with mascots. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's people competing, which always brings out the best in humans. Yes. Competing. It's fun. It's, it's very, there's loads of really funny stuff in it. Yeah. There's lots of funny set pieces, and you're yeah. very good in it, and so you're playing the wife of a guy who's... As a hedgehog. 
He's <laughs> a hedgehog yeah. for some football from some non-league football team. Sort of Croydon yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. He's very good. I mean, the thing I would say about it is his routine well, that he seems to have improvised yeah, with a ladder. Is, uh... It's all sort of supernatural, his routine. <laughs> he levitates. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, he levitates. So you'll make him come first, will yeah. you? Yeah. He, he, well, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens at the end of the Oh, film. have I just ruined it? Yeah. Oh, sure. uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, but, uh, so what, what happens when you go and work on a Christopher Guest film? Um... Because there's no script as there, such. Well, there isn't, uh, there isn't dialogue in the script, but there is a script. Yeah. So he has written it, and it has, it has a narrative, and it's structured, and you do have a character, and he told me who my character was. And he'd written her, but he just hadn't written any lines for her, right. so you just have to improvise the lines. But you, have a, you, do, you are working to sort of bullet points, if you know what I mean. You know what yeah. you need to get in. Yeah. So it's improvised, but not fully improvised. But it's got to be hard. You're working with other actors, and it, a lot of it's to camera. yeah. So it must be hard to work out when you can speak and when they're speaking. Yeah, I suppose. But that, you get loads of tries at it yeah. and muck about and stuff like that. Yeah. And is that intimidating to be being directed? I mean, were you a yeah. bigger fan of Spinal Tap? I mean, of I'm course. A, you know, yeah, I mean, I was a big fan, so it was yeah. intimidating. But actually, like, you know, anything, once you're a bit more familiar with it, yeah. you can relax. He was very welcoming and very reassuring. And um, once you get started, you, you're, you're in, aren't you? Yeah. So and you're working with all these uh, posy Well, all my scenes... I wasn't working with any no. of the big stars. I was working with Tom Bennett, who I kind of knew anyway. Right. So, and he and I had chatted loads, and he lived nearby, and we'd met down in Brighton. and So we built up a bit of a relationship because we were yeah. playing husband and wife. So all my scenes, really, were with him. Yeah. So I wasn't... Who do you think played your partner better, him or me? Do you think who was the oh, you, best? Definitely yeah, you. I, think, I thought it was me. Just for that elastic line alone. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Guest should watch that if he wants to see some improvisation. Send I'll send, I'm going to send him just that line. <laughs> <laughs> Will you look at this and then I just say that? that I say then, I improvise that. Yeah. <laughs> and then see what he says. <laughs> well, no, it's amazing. So do you can watch on Netflix for free if you've got Netflix or join Netflix. You don't get Netflix for free. Go around someone's Netflix house. Netflix isn't free. Go around someone's house who's got Netflix and watch it for free. Go to someone who's got Netflix and say, what's your password? And Ask them if they've got any mashed potato available. <laughs> yeah. what, yeah, then free, free potato and a free film. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> so uh, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got some new emergency questions that I'm very excited about. So I've got, I've, I want to get straight to them and we'll come back and talk more about you in a minute. But you know, <laughs> I've, I've got to write um, 500 emergency questions for the Kickstarter book. I thought it'd be quite right. easy because I thought I'd probably add a Because you were feeling cocky. Yeah. I had about 100, and now I've got 200. So <laughs> there might be a while before that Kickstarter book uh, is arriving, is what I'm saying. But here are some new ones I've come up with. I, I really like this one. Hold on, where is it? If you had to do a human centipede with two other people of your choice, <laughs> and you are in the middle, who, which other two people would you choose? So you've got someone to suck this is like the shit. It's, it's, well, it's, it's when your mouth is stitched to the anus of the person in front of you and your anus. I feel we're good enough friends to talk about this. Your anus is uh, stitched to the mouth of the person behind you. So I would choose. Stitching, as in. Yeah, they stitch it there so you can't escape or stick it. Is that right? Is it stitched? I've never seen a human centipede. It seems disgusting. Uh, but they stitch, they drug you, and then when you wake up, you find that your mouth is on the anus. So, like, they shit into your mouth, and what? then you shit. And then you shit into the mouth. It's just a thing. It's the, the kids are doing now. I don't know of it. It's not a thing. <laughs> the thing. I've never kids. heard of it. There's a film called The Human Centipede, and there's another one called The Human Centipede 2. It thinks the same. They probably just add another one on the end. It's pretty four. <laughs> it's like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> they just keep that. 
mad in one. There's a storyline with a twisting mad, it other than a, a man mad, being stitched to the anus man, of another man. A madman. <laughs> I'm guessing. I've never seen it. Kidnaps some people and drugs them, and then when they wake up, there's all so. But you can choose the people. In my, I'm a nice. I'm a nice so man. So who I want my mouth to? Yeah, be who do I chose? I would choose Gemma Chan, the actress from Robots, because <laughs> I'm guessing she put her poo is probably quite nice. <laughs> And then I would, on the other end, I'd have Michael Gove, so I would be pooing. Once yeah. Gemma Chan's poo has gone through that. me, then it would go, I, it's not nice once it's gone through me. And then it's he goes into go. Michael Gove's, and he's just getting double shit, Michael Gove. I'm only getting so you Gemma Chan's shit. like the, the person who's Well, you know, it's up to you. You, can, you, might, dislike the you person. might want to eat the shit of somebody you don't like. I don't know who you are. I don't want to eat anyone's no. shit, Richard. If no, but you... Don't have a choice, do you? That's the that's the beauty of a human. A you don't. You've woken up. You could. You could, your mouth is so open. I'd so there's the poo is the, the poo anus. is however much. I'm properly going. However much Gemma Chan in my case holds it in. Goes. I don't want to give Richard Heron the satisfaction of eating my shit because I know he'd do it even if I wasn't so to him. <laughs> but eventually, nature takes its course. That comes in. I go. Mm, thank you very much. <laughs> I would lick my lips, but I can't because Michael Gove. And then Michael Gove's behind me. Chipping along behind. Yeah, the you. problem with it is I've still got is Michael Gove still there? Isn't it? He's in your life. <laughs> I'm very. He's very much attached to me. He can't. He would talk. spoil the fun of eating Gemma Chan's shit. He would absolutely he? spoil that. He'd be like, oh, yeah, stuck with this guy. He'd be going, so, he'd be going so-called experts say that poo will come out of her ass and then into my mouth. But I don't believe that is going to happen, Richard. That's he won't what he be saying say. much. He won't be saying much. Well, <laughs> I think you're probably. I don't know. Who's seen the film? Can they talk? They talk a bit. They go, oh. No, you've seen Andy. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Human Centipede 2? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Human Centipede 3? Is there one? Yeah, okay. Where you, is there to You go? gave up at two, right, Andy? You thought, that is, no, that's enough watching people being put in horrific. I've watched two of them. So who would you choose? We haven't, who would you like I'm to I'm still eat? really upset about the concept. I don't know yeah, why. Well, no, it's an upsetting... I mean, you know, it's, you've given it tons of thought. I don't know. I thought it was very easy for me. <laughs> that came to me straight someone away. Someone you like enough to eat their shit. Well, someone you hate the, enough the to shit in their mouth. The person you at least mind to eat the shit. I don't think I... I don't want to... It, don't... I know no one wants to be the middle of a human centipede. <laughs> at best, be the front of the human centipede. That's the best place to be, isn't it? If you're the front... Don't even have to wipe your bum anymore. It's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful. Yeah, be at the front. You're still eating food, la di da. La di da. La di da. That's what you're saying. And then just, well, you could go been... about your life. Don't mind yeah. these guys. <laughs> You'd have to, you know, work together to move along and well, stuff. Well, it's like a pantomime horse. <laughs> you get shit done <laughs> I wouldn't want to do the school run explaining oh this is this is Richard's idea I've got someone stitched to my arse and then someone stitched to their arse yeah I don't want to okay it's alright you don't have to I can't I can't make that happen unless I've drugged I'm that really, water <laughs> really and it could upset. be you me and Chris Addison yeah if it was I'll you do. me and Chris Addison which position would you like to take well you're going on the back <laughs> All right, I, I think that's a good question. Here's another good question I came up with on my own. Just the, I made this one. I didn't even copy this off the internet. Look have at the you pride. have you ever have you ever been in a canoe? <laughs> what a climb down from human centipede? I just talked into the wrong. 
<laughs> I have been on. Yeah. What was what what was the circumstance? I went to. Um, I think this would be an interesting story. That's my guess. Yeah. It was one of those like uh, school trips in yeah. when I was sort of eleven. Yeah. One of those um, PGL. Is it PGL? Does anyone know? Yeah. yeah one of them. Did abseiling, canoeing, dry ski, slope skiing. I, yeah. I do remember. Um, I had to do abseiling, and the teacher, who was called Mr. Man, um, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Man, told me off for not abseiling properly. Like I was in a fetal position, crying, which I don't think is how you're supposed to do it. I and um, he said, "Just straighten your legs," and you're meant to walk down a cliff as if that's just normal. <laughs> and he said, "I do remember him saying, I wouldn't mind, but you can't even canoe." <laughs> Like, that's that's my canoeing story. I went on a canoe and a uh, when I was on uh, camping with my parents and with some European Dutch guy took me up the river. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same. We were both fourteen. It was nice, and we canoed down. And I didn't. Really, I was scared because I didn't know what to do. And he said it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Yeah. And then we got to like waterfalls and stuff, and I wasn't fine. Right. And we all got it got tipped over, and it was really scary. We oh. fell out. And then a woman with no top on came and saved us. So, so we, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a fond memory. And my parents were... St- I hadn't told my parents where I'd gone. And when I got back, they were sort of searching the camp. Oh, God. I'm quite scared that I died. <laughs> so, you see, I thought that would be a good question because I thought someone like that was not just... I can't abseil either. All right, here's another new one. We'll see if... It's, it's hard coming up with emergency questions. Which is your favourite bun that is named after a place? I don't know any buns that are named. Chelsea bun. Oh, yeah. Bath bun. What's a bath bun? It's like a bit like Chelsea bun. <laughs> it comes from bath. So do I like Chelsea is the question, really. I think, what's the difference between a Chelsea bun and a bath bun, anyone? One's a swirly. One's like, I think a Chelsea bun is... Um... I'm not a massive lover of a bun. No, OK. I don't, I don't care about no, buns. No, that's not a good question. All right. All right, this is a good question. What is your third earliest memory? <laughs> I've got a shit memory. Have I don't you? have good memories. I think I've got a memory, and Can then I realised it was a photograph. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Like it's, replicant. It's like hard to, but it's interesting because a lot of people can remember their first thing, but it's hard to remember the third thing that you can. Well, remember. I can't remember anything. No. What's the earliest thing you can remember? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wish I had a better memory, but I don't. Okay, here's a good. I thought there was another good one. Here it is. If you had your dream dinner party and you could invite anyone you wanted, living or dead. Who would you employ to do the washing up? <laughs> they are not allowed into the party, but they will get tantalising glimpses of the conversation ah, going on. But they're never, never hear the punchline, so they're not allowed in. That would be very frustrating for oh, them. Oh, that would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, who would you like that to be? Um, probably Renee Zilweger. <laughs> <laughs> she can't come, but right. she can wash so up. So that really is the person you'd like up, up on your bum on the... <laughs> <laughs> that's what no, we got to with that. That's a different. You wouldn't. Be, you don't like her, Don't dislike her that much. I wouldn't stitch her to my ass. No. <laughs> well, you would. But she can wash up. Do, someone else would do that. I like that. That she's just not allowed to join in. Does she want to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because imagine the people. Don't tell me who that. I'm not interested. No, that's. But imagine <laughs> the people you would choose. I mean, they'd be amazing. I imagine. Oh. And Reddy Zellweger so. would be going. Oh, I'd love to meet yeah. whoever that is. That lot. Yeah. And you would be going. No, bad luck. You can near get out. Just be interesting. Quite into it. (laughs) (laughs) So you appeared in the Bird's Eye Polar Bear commercial for Frozen King Prawns. Yeah. Have you got any memories of that? I remember it paid for in Edinburgh. Did it? Did did you get free King Prawns? 
No. No. I tell you what was interesting about that is yeah. that the voice was Willem Dafoe. Was it? Yeah, of the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was Willem Dafoe. Was it? Yeah. Why do you think they the... wanted Christopher Walken? Wow. And they got he Willem Dafoe, no. and he said no, <laughs> no, thanks. But William Defoe said, "Why Go do you on, think then. William Defoe? I mean, I can understand, Kerry, without any offence, that you would take none that, taken. That, you would take that I was part. happy to play Janice from Bromley. Flogging mm-hmm. prawns. This is my. How we were talking about this last week, but with Kevin Bacon. Why, yeah, why? Is, why does he do these awful, yeah. humiliating adverts? Yeah, it's a fascinating thing because he must have enough money. Yeah, he doesn't need to and do William it. William Defoe probably has enough money. Doesn't well, he? it does make you wonder what the money was. Yeah. You're like. Oh, maybe it is a lot of money, like enough to make him want to do it. Plus, he probably thought, well, no one will ever know. They, then you spill the beans, don't yeah. you? But do you think he'll mind? He won't well, mind. He's, he a won't big a fan of the, he's a big fan of this podcast. He's ridiculous. <laughs> and now he'll probably be cross. Well, I don't think he'll mind. And it's a, it's a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. like, that it's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like, couldn't you just get a soundy likey that sounds like Willem Dafoe? But they got the real one. Yeah. Fascinating, isn't it? It is. I don't really remember the advert. <laughs> Do you want me to run you through yeah, it? Yeah, good do, yeah. So I'm in this holiday yeah. talking, yeah. and then a polar bear says... Is it a cartoon polar bear no, or a real, a real a puppet? Girl? It's a puppet, and he says, the holiday's nearly over, Janice, but you can take the taste of the holiday with you. <laughs> yeah. I've done quite a lot of adverts, yeah. so um, I didn't mind the humiliation of talking <laughs> to a, a polar bear. Yeah. But as I say, it paid for in Edinburgh. When they say you take the taste of the holiday with you, prawns. and then they give you frozen I was, I think prawns, I mean, prawns. is that just, this is an approximation of what, well, what you, you've been tasting on your holiday? You exactly. seeking truth from yeah. an advert. Yeah. Well, you won't get no, that. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair Adverts tell lies. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got loads of stuff coming up, and I'm quite interested. You do you work with your husband? At, he, does he play your husband? He plays my husband in, in, the, in radio the radio version. show, and yeah. you're going to do that on TV as well. Is that? I'd like to. Yeah. I mean, who knows? No, it's not. It's not. It's in yeah. a pipe. So what's the, is that? It's based on one of your stand-up shows about just. A, it's about. Yeah. It, well, I did in Edinburgh, and then that yeah. sort of led to a radio so the show's series. Called Kerry's list. Yes. And you've done a couple of series of that. Yes. And what's it like working with your husband on that? Um, it was it was really nice, actually. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it, there's a shorthand there that made. If you're trying to get that kind of marriage, authentic marriagey banter, then yeah. why not have a real marriage? <laughs> it's, it's quicker. But if you've had an argument on the morning on the way there, because yeah. I imagine I've got a child now, and when you have you've got two children, yeah. When you have children, you kind of bicker quite a lot, don't you? Yeah, I suppose yeah. when you're tired, yeah. you do. Fuck, get, yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's all useful for a sitcom, isn't it? <laughs> it is it? Sitcoms all bickering. It is. Isn't I suppose. that what a sitcom so you is? Just, you, you just yeah. channel that, and you yeah. Real, I suppose if you're having a real argument, and then you go in and have a. We didn't have any arguments. Why no. are you? Were we I'm, making, just try, I'm just trying. We to didn't argue. Things. I'm really it's sorry. Not, it's not what he told me. <laughs> we didn't. We, it, we got on very well. Yeah. It was a very sort of nice, uh, close little team of people. Yeah. He was good. Oh. And uh, you, well, you're doing. There seems to be a lot coming up. I mean, you're still doing stand up because you've. I'm been always doing, doing stand up. Doing stand up for how, 10, 14, 14 years. Fourteen years. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, it would be because you were doing. You've been doing stand up when we did that thing. Yeah. Uh, so um, you lent me a projector. I remember. That's right. I did. And you know what? Now that thanks for reminding me of that I have when you it. gave me it back was it broken you didn't you didn't put you left the cord in, in Edinburgh the, the plug-in cord oh um, what yeah you, I'm really sorry it's, right, it's just the same as a kettle so I just use one from a kettle I'm really sorry about that how <laughs> rude how very rude that's like borrowing a car and pranging it, it just no it was gone and then I just thought well, that's what Kerry Godman I didn't even me. stop the car I just chucked it out the window <laughs> cheers just that's in Edinburgh somewhere. Someone, some Scottish blokes, are they going? Ah, I cut me free projector current. 
just need to get the projector now. <laughs> so, it's my Scottish accent. It was a bit. Could, could, could you send that to Christopher? I'm going to put that. That's going to my show reel. I do the Welsh black guy from the intro, Scottish guy, and man talking about vaginas. There's loads no available on your CV. Like, this, what would he <laughs> I not don't want? Care. Those are the best things. Yeah, they're, the... they're going to Christopher Guest That's without pretty... any explanation <laughs> of who I am. Yeah, it's just going to be. It's going to be a parcel with an old just... cassette tape in it. Yeah. He's gonna, and they're just going to be going, listen to this. <laughs> and he's going to have to find a cassette player from the past, yeah. play it, and it'll yeah. just be those three things. And if he likes them enough, he'll work out who I am. He'll just find you. He'll Spotify it. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be able to find you're into yoga? Not mad. You're into it. Yeah. You like, what do you like? Because I saw Zoe Lyons talking about you doing yoga. And your, in your when How I Met Zoe Lyons independent piece. <laughs> I, I, I very thoroughly researched this yeah, interview. Yeah, you've read it, you've Googled. <laughs> <laughs> I did one of those with uh, Andrew. It's, you know that How We Met the... Uh, in, in the independent I've done one before but I did one with Andrew oh, Collins oh okay and uh, they never printed it oh. uh, so, uh, so, you know, it's they swapped our ages which really oh, pissed me off because she's older than me <laughs> <laughs> she was over the moon um, I do do yoga a bit yeah. but you've definitely zoomed in on a thing that okay. you won't get much you out mentioned of. yoga in the dressing room as well I talk about I do end up talking about yeah. yoga I talk about yoga in my show that's now. why I wrote, I wrote it in my book I do like it yeah but I've got issues with it. What, is the, what are your issues with it? Well, it's tiring, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It looks pretty easy to it's, me. Well, do not you do one of the ones in the hot going. room. I don't get involved in that hot no. room stuff. Those people are freaks. Isn't they just sitting around? No. The, no, okay. I mean, there's loads of bending about. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. What is your favourite yoga. yoga pose? I'm going to make that an emergency <laughs> question. Write that down, I'll put that the, in the book. <laughs> the one where you lie down. Yeah. <laughs> the Corpse, afterwards. I think it's called. Um, how did you end up getting the part in Derek as well? That's, so stand-up. That was, was it just through the stand-up? Mm. I think I'd auditioned for, um, like, all his other stuff. Mm. And I had a little part in Extras. I've got, like, a scene oh, in right, Extras. Yeah. And I had a little part in Life's Too Short. So I'd done stuff with him before, yeah. and then I'd gig with him, yeah. and he just remembers people. Yeah. So that's how that came about. Yeah. It's um. What is it you were saying backstage? Where you you end up playing all these kind of nice, nice people, nice people? Because like in our thing, you weren't. You know, we we weren't. Neither of us. Yeah. Because like, it, it's almost it's a more of a straight acting role, isn't it? Yeah, Derek? it is quite a straight acting Which role. Is, yeah. You know. I can do withered looks. I'm really good at withered looks. But yeah, it wasn't um, the sort of comedy comedy. Right. And would you like? Would you like to do? Because in, in mascots again, it's a similarly yeah, similar a sort of, of nice, nice supportive woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, I did a thing a few years ago called Home Time, and I got to be a real arsehole in that and that was a lot of fun it's nice to playing I mean it's nice playing all the things but yeah. it's I suppose when you play someone nasty yeah. there's more sort of a comedy scope sure. to be nasty yeah I mean it's it very your standard's very funny you can see there's lots of stuff online people can see and they can come see you on tour you're in your show I am yeah I'm touring now stick current, or twist yeah is there a theme to that or is it uh, sort of but you know like it's it a bit, title yeah well you have to have a theme don't you don't you have to have something if you just say oh it's just an hour stand up they're not happy with that you have to well have... I, I'm increasingly I, do, I often do theme stuff but you I do yeah but, I, but then this my this my show this year is the best is the best of the stuff I've got right uh 
Uh, well, that'll be a short show, eh, Andy? No, it won't, because the best of just means the least worst stuff, so it'll be 90 minutes long, so shut up. Uh, but, um, you know, it's quite nice to do something that it sort of themes still develop even when you... When, well, the thing is, that. when it's you're asked... It's about you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And when you're asked what your themes are, sometimes they sort of develop and evolve while the show's going on, yeah. so... I'd, so I'd like to ask at like, the end, which yeah. is useless for PR. But it's that, is it about reaching some point in your life and discovering and deciding yeah, whether it was initiated by deciding whether or not to leave London because I've right. always lived in London all my life and okay. I sort of feel like I flirt with leaving a lot yeah. and I don't and I've been flirting with it for as long as I can remember really right. and I'm still here, still here so it's sort of a bit about that yeah. but then it kind of takes it goes off into different yeah, well, we're thinking of moving out of London are right? you yeah. see everybody does yeah, think about it you have children and, and like lots of my mates have gone yeah. and I sort of think oh I don't want to be the last one and soon it'll be destroyed by ISIS nuclear bombs well that is an incentive isn't yeah, it so I mean they don't mention that on get... location 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll really bring the tri- property prices down to something people can afford that's the that's the part you should be kind of willing that to happen because you'll be able to buy a house in central London for 10, 20 quid <laughs> you know it swings and roundabouts isn't it it'll be in 10,000 years time it'll be worth some money again well, that's a positive way of yeah, uh, approaching that. These people crossing. don't like the idea of a uh, terrorist attack happening. So I tell you, <laughs> I thought it would. I thought they would enjoy them. We're safe. We're underground. Hey, we're underground. They could drop a nuclear bomb in Les Square now. We'd be killed. Where would you? Um, <laughs> where would you move to if you leave London? Uh, we're looking at kind of Hertfordshire because it's where my wife's it's all family a bit, live. Oh, it's not yeah. too UKIP around there because that's well, the it, problem. That's what my wife's. My you wife do have to be careful with the old UKIPs. We went to look at ha- houses and there was like two houses with the Union Jacks. And yeah, you've got to watch all that. Scotland. That's what my wife's very worried about. Well, yeah, Scotland could be all right, couldn't it? I was walking. I don't very often walk in the countryside, but I did go for a walk in the summer, and there was a UKIP poster nailed to a tree in a wood. <laughs> There's no one there. That's probably one of the indigenous squirrels has done that. Trying to, get, trying to get rid of the. Uh, That's the what I'm scared of leaving in. London is the yeah. UKIPs. Yeah. It, well, it's very. The world's very scary. <laughs> There's nowhere to go. To stay. Ba- I keep trying to get Peter Bainham on here, who lives in America. He said, you know, if Donald Trump gets in, he'll be coming back here. Oh right. To, uh, to live here, so we might get him on. If that that'll be one of the good things about if Donald one Trump wins. One good thing about Trump. Uh, but I said, you know, if Donald Trump wins, then you know you won't be able to hide here. <laughs> Because basically Nigel Farage is trying to set himself up. Oh, but as he's distanced himself. Satellite, the sort of Mussolini of Britain, isn't he? Yeah, but now Farage is like, oh, I didn't know about the groping stuff. So yeah. he's backed off. He's yeah. a man of high morals. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who got punched. I think it was interesting. I was talking about this, and as it occurs to me that, like, I was when that guy, the UKIP guy, punched the other UKIP guy, but he didn't punch him. Oh, that was great. Uh, and he nearly killed him. I was thinking when that happened, I was thinking, hey, brilliant. Uh, I hope he dies. Uh, and, but B, I was thinking, oh, that's good, that'll be funny. I can do loads of comedy about that. But within about a few days, it was already wiped off the agenda. By yeah. the There's so many things have happened that you, you've forgotten, haven't you? You've forgotten that it happened, haven't you? Handbags at Dawny called yeah, it, didn't he? Yeah, but he's just left UKIP, that guy. The guy, oh, the guy who got punched and, oh. or didn't get punched the guy who fell over and banged his head and nearly died and then was alright he's kind of like was a Jesus the... figure really you know? so I think we should follow... <laughs> it was after the leader left yeah, as well. So, well he was good, yeah he was going to be the new leader but then he was talking about going to the Conservatives that's why the other guy had a Right. Yeah, well, that's how you saw these but things But the Conservatives out. have become more uh, right-wing than UKIP. Really. I know, it's all a bit of a... <laughs> well, that's why the leader wins. It's amazing. Nigel Farage, whatever you think about him, is the most successful politician. <laughs> he is <laughs> like in, a the, in the last 100 years. Because he, he's never... He's got, non, he's got uh, 
voted into the European Parliament, but he's got one MP, yeah. and yet everything he wanted has been come to pass because of him. So he's the most yeah. successful politician we've probably ever had in our lifetime. Isn't that a lovely, reassuring yeah. thing? Wonder what he'll do next, eh? Looking forward to it, London? There's people that are listening out this in the country going, yeah, we love him, Rich. We don't have a go at us. Brexit was a good idea. <laughs> It's really, it's such a comedy, doesn't it? Well, if you I, mention Trump or Brexit, I like, know, but I kind of, it's, what I love is people going, you have, we have to, we said it, we've got to do it. It's, we've got to follow it through. And as I said, it has occurs to me that's coming out before this. Uh, <laughs> I bet all the people who said, once something's decided, that's it, you can't have another go. Yeah. But I bet you every single person who supported Brexit feels the exact opposite about the trial of Ched Evans. Uh, so... <laughs> But surely, if we get to a point where we voted for it, you know, Theresa May, we voted for it, so it's got a bit... But it's really going to hurt. Everyone's going to get badly hurt. We said we were going to do it. Yeah. So well, can we not change our minds? No. You she said you were going to do it. Doesn't seem now to want to do, to do it. it. <laughs> well, people are saying she's doing it in order to show us how bad it would be, so we'll all go, oh... Oh, yeah, that's sorry. a lesson learned, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell, that's like a parent burning your hand on a hob. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you it hurts! <laughs> It's very, it's a, it's a, it's, I think a lot of it's very scary. There was a, I don't know if it, there was this thing today on Twitter, like this uh, poll that some guy saw, and it was called Christian Holiday. Did you see this? It sounded like, and he came from Burtford or something, right? It sounded like such a, a prank thing, and he was saying that he set up a poll for, the, I don't know if it's real or if it's a yeah. He set up one of those government petitions saying that anyone who says that the UK should go back to EU should be convicted of treason oh, and God. sent to prison. And he'd done it, and 85 people had signed this petition. Uh, and it sounds like a joke, but yeah. like, I Googled him, and there's quite a lot it's about a him on there. Thing. So if someone's made it up, they've made it up and then given him a bat, so let's really go for this. But he's called Christian Holiday. I mean, that's sort of like... Made up. That, well, it's such a sort of terrible name you would give to... <laughs> You'd give it's actually the kind of terrible name you would give someone who was at, was too PC, wouldn't you? It's kind of like it's yeah. You know, I'm, it I'm not going to call it Christmas. I'm going to call it the Christian holiday. That's what it's, that's what yeah becomes. So it's very strange. But that that thing is worrying when the, the, what the Brexit has allowed people to do is to voice those things. Yeah, but they obviously felt them all the time and felt they. Well, I was say, quite happy when they were quiet about it. Yeah. But is it that... was, when people keep saying all oh, the whole, all the you know the, the racism that's coming out, and, so, and they're like, oh, you know, it was all there, but now yeah. it's out. You're like, no, it was better when it wasn't out. But is it? I mean, that, it's inter- it is better that it was out. But if they're thinking it and they're still feeling it, I mean, that, it, if you're it's... thinking it, better to think it than attack someone. Yeah, but is there an element that people? Uh, I'm playing slightly playing devil's advocate here. That, that so there's so much political correctness, and people were worried about what they could and they couldn't say, and they felt they had to shut up, but they carried on thinking the same thing yeah is it not better to try and actually change people's mind rather than that would be preferable tell yeah. them to say that you can't say that I'm, you know, just, well is that to... kind of freedom of speech thing isn't yeah. it that where's the line between I, I, I should be allowed to say absolutely anything you, know, yeah. well, you, you shouldn't be allowed to say absolutely <laughs> anything even if some people do believe it or think it well yeah I mean you should be allowed to say it and then people can yeah but not attacking people and no, no, uh, but... you know no, no. <laughs> no, no. No, definitely not no, attacking no, people. Definitely not Unless they're in UKIP, in which case, like I just said, it'd be good if that guy died. But you didn't attack That is him. fine. But you didn't do it. That is fine. That would, the convenience of that is that but, another UKIP bloke did it. And but if got... I'm sitting at home going, it'd be quite... I mean, I think that about a lot of things that go wrong in the world. You know, you're sitting there partly thinking, it'd be quite good if something really bad happens. Yeah, okay. But now you've wished... I mean, that, now some really bad things are happening, and I blame you. Yeah, it could be my fault. It's your fault. You've willed it just to get fucking material. <laughs> so it's your stand-up show about that. 
<laughs> it isn't really, no. I don't no, tend you... to do this sort of politics. No, well, you're talking to Stuart Goldsmith about this on his Excellent Comedians Comedian podcast. Yeah. This is a very good one, and people should listen to that. But it's but you said, well, I found what interesting. You were talking about political comedy. Yeah. And you would like to do political comedy. I'd like, I sort of see that as like proper grown up comedy. But I don't agree with you. I know, but then everybody sort of beats themselves up for what they don't do, yeah. don't they? And. I, and I do the news quiz now and then, and I know I feel like I really have to sort of read the papers and, and form an opinion and be properly uh, a satirist and intellectual and things like that. And I think, oh, shit, I'm way out of my depth here. But it is a, it, I see it as that's uh, like funny and sort of saying something of use. Yeah. Whereas chatting about yoga and whether or not to live in London doesn't feel useful <laughs> as a contribution. It's quite useful. I think it is useful. Well, I, but I think like this, you know, I don't like that snobbishness about. No. I went to see Al Murray's show, um, which is uh, is quite political, political yeah. but it's also you know he's entertain- he's trying to be entertaining, yeah. he's doing- and succeeding, and he makes people laugh and it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but actually, it's the things he's doing are much you know are as avant garde as uh, Hans Chuan or Stuart Lee would do. You know, yeah. and he's doing it to the people, many of whom maybe agree with what the public is saying. So he's making them. You know, there's a bit where he does a, a long bit about. Um, immigrants coming he said oh these those Turks they were going to come 10 million Turks were going to come in and the audience are like yeah you know they're slightly behind him and they go so they're coming in they're going to come here and take the jobs of our Romanian immigrants and then you know <laughs> yeah. then, who then came and took the Polish immigrants and then it goes on for ages yeah, as yeah. he goes all the way through, through history explaining all the yeah, waves yeah. of immigration and you, I, you know it's very hard to understand what an audience is thinking and people say with him oh, do they get the irony or not but I think halfway through it you could sense some people going oh Hold on, is he taking the piss out? That must be a is weird thing. Is he taking the piss out of us? Um, Al, who's the bloke who played Elf Garnet? Warren. Warren Mitchell. He used to get upset about that because yeah. he'd have people that were thought he was Elf Garnet, and yeah. he was really left wing, and yeah, he was yeah. like, "It's a fucking character." <laughs> <laughs> but then, if you're actually doing, you know, the thing is, if you do political comedy, you'll probably play to an audience of people. You know, if like, we do political comedy yeah. tonight. I don't think there'll be many people going, well, that's, oh, actually, I'll stop being racist now. That's what I'm... Yeah, I mean, that, that's true. You're not going to... Are you going to convert people? No, I don't think you are, but I think like that... So that's quite interesting. I just sort of think there's a sort of snobbishness to criticism. Yeah. I went to see that Al Murray show, and then Brian Logan from The Guardian gave it two stars. I wrote a blog about it in which I sort of said this is an amazing show. That's it's Because it's... But also because a, com- a comedian's job is to be entertaining. Is to be well. entertaining and, and funny And to make first. people laugh. And to, you know, th- this... What I liked about that his show was it was confronting what a ridiculous situation we're in, yeah. but sort of almost celebrating English uselessness and that we we've got ourselves in this mess and now. Well, it is that thing because that character, yeah. a lot of what he wanted has come to pass, yeah, exactly. so he has kind of yeah. yeah. So it's, I, it's a it is a difficult thing if you're kind of pastiching extreme right wing beliefs and then all of them come <laughs> through. You're like, oh, oh, I was I joking. Think, I think he did. I think he did really well with it. But Brian Logan disagreed. With me. But it's uh, but I think because there's a snobbish towards him because I maybe you should thing, stitch him on your ass when you're doing a human centipede. Put Brian Logan at the yeah. shit end. I think he can go on Michael Gove's ass. <laughs> <last. laughs> <laughs> a few more critics um, coming out there. Often. But no, I just think it's I think it's and I think it's interesting that comedians feel um, you know that what they that what they're doing if it's making people laugh is less worthy than someone. Well, that is a true thing. But also, what Stuart has does manage to do in that podcast is he will make you somehow like a sort of wily therapist. <laughs> confe- like he, he will say, "What do you wish you could do that you can't, or you acknowledge that you can't?" So then you'll kind of admit it. You, you can't go nothing. I'm great. You're, you're kind of confessing that there are things you do do well, and yeah. there are things you don't do as well, yeah. and you know you you just have to know what you can do. Yeah. And I think what I was trying to get at is I I like I admire that sort of comedy sure, sure. but I'm not 
it's not my comedy. I'd love to do it. I always feel really self-conscious when I do it. I feel like it's sort of walking in slow-mo towards the audience. I'm going to do a political joke. And like, that sort of... But that. I think it's... But all those things are just, you know, it's about over... With stand-up, it's overcoming a load of hurdles, I think, as you're going. And yeah. there's loads... A lot of them are put there by yourself. So you, exactly. So you, you absolutely could do that stuff and the audience would be would go with you, I'm sure. Well, you try and sort of justify own. that you're doing politics with a small p or that it's micro, like a domestic thing and yeah. the politics of that. You know, without having to do actual political satire, <laughs> you know. But all frustration. I suppose you could argue that in the end, it's political of sorts. Frustrations you have. It is now. It is, isn't it? It is. Everything's political now. <laughs> now feminism's got in, and you can't. It's can't right. do Can't it's do right. those. Can't do the good jokes we used to do, can we, Andy? About how men are no good. Ah, yeah. I was sexist against men. The most stupid kind of sexism. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking that that's clever. If you were given the powers of a King Midas, but you could turn anything, everything into something you wanted it to be rather than into gold, everything you touched would turn into the thing, what thing would you turn everything into? Careful, though. It sounds like it's a good thing. Well, that was the fable. That was the point. It was a bad thing, wasn't it? So I'm just warning you about that. No one warned King Midas about that. But you're here to I'm warn. I'm here to warn you, just so think carefully. If only you were there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because if you go edible... Yeah, you do, that's quite good. Yeah. Like, well, then you have to eat, you know, you turn... That's what I mean, you're stuck with everything, sort of yeah. taramasalata, I'd probably go for if it was edible. <laughs> yeah. But then that would get you... Get yeah. after a while. too much, wouldn't it? Nauseous of that. Um, <laughs> gold seems like the best option, so. the original model. Yeah. I'd go gold. But then everything you touch would turn to gold, so, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't be any good, would it? What would you do? You'd have too well, like much the gold. car and the kids. Yeah, your kids would turn to gold. I mean, that would be good, well, you wouldn't want to turn them to anything. I mean, if you're going to turn them... If you have to turn them into a thing, make sure it's something worth something. Yeah. Like taramusalata or gold. <laughs> Maybe you'll turn it between the two. Yeah. But then you would, t- you would pick up the gold and it would turn into taramusalata. This is a tarim. new Sophie's, twi- Sophie's choice is. twist of taramusalata or gold. Here's another question for you. <laughs> Have you ever killed someone but never spoken about it? <laughs> like CJ from Eggheads. <laughs> he killed someone. Right. Yeah. He kicked him in the canal. <laughs> then he wrote an autobiography about it and he's in trouble now because that's murder. Is it? Yeah. Is he it? got away with it but then he... They've worked out who it was. Do you get away with it on a, on a conscience? Like, have you seen that old film with uh, Edward G. Robinson when he kills someone and gets away with it and yeah. then he's haunted by his conscience? Yeah, I don't think it's CJ It's like you was, don't get away with it. CJ wasn't haunted. Wasn't Maybe that's he? why he kept getting questions wrong, because he kind of... Or was he burdened, burdened he by the guilt? He might have been, every time you get a question, oh, God, I wish I hadn't kicked that bloke in the... What was the well, question again? Well, it would get again? in the way. Jeremy it would get in the way. You'd be so. like, I shouldn't have kicked that he's bloke in the He's the worst egghead, wouldn't he? I mean... It, do you ever watch Eggheads? No. Oh, you should watch I've it. I've no idea what you're talking oh, it's, about. It's a, it's a, it's, do you know CJ from Eggheads? No. <laughs> but I get the drift. I can bob along with it. <laughs> He's good. So have you killed someone and never yeah. spoken about it? Yeah. Don't speak about it. Don't, don't tell me about it. Um, <laughs> what is the worst misconception about you that is not true? That's a good question. Are there misconceptions about me? I don't know. Have you... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, there are conceptions about you but I don't know if they're misconceptions I've just taken them all on board as being true uh, is, is there anything that people think about you that, that, is, that you don't you. think is true? 
Um, it's quite a tricky question. It is, because then you have to know what people say about you. They do, yeah. I remember once years ago when I was a teenager when you were sort of neurotic about these things, saying with a group of friends, oh, God, I, wonder what, I, w- I hate to know what people say about me behind my back. And one of the friends went, that you're loud. <laughs> There That's we true, are. though, isn't it? You're not that loud, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. I'm not that loud. Gobby is okay. a misconception about me. I don't think I'm gobby. No, all right. <laughs> Have you ever seen a ghost? Hmm. Oh. I'd remember, wouldn't I? You would. I think you'd remember. Well, maybe not. It might have scared you so much. That it wiped my memory. <laughs> I, I did tell you I don't have a good memory, it's so it's feasible I saw one and then it's forgot. Yeah, well, you don't, wouldn't forget, though, would you? I don't you? think you would forget. I mean, that would be your top, within your top five anecdotes. Yeah. So, no. no okay. Do you think there are ghosts? What, do I believe in ghosts? Yeah. Uh, no. But um, <laughs> it's a lovely idea, isn't it? I don't know, is it? Well, it is it's for people that stuck. miss dead relations. But you're not. You're stuck, uh, trapped on Earth, going, ooh. I like the idea of... Well, you probably would say something more interesting, wouldn't you, if you were no, going to die? They don't on... seem to, do they? That's why they mainly clank a chair. Ow! Clank, clank, clank. Haven't you for seen... eternity. No, some ghosts have got loads of... Inter- like, Patrick like... Swayze. What a ghost. Yeah. Oh, I, did. Top... I mean, in the film... <laughs> top ghosts. There's your question. Yeah. Top three ghosts. What's your top three ghosts? Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Swayze. Yeah. The Blythe, the Blythe Spirit Women. Okay, I don't know them. Um, that Noel Coward one. Yeah, don't know. I don't know their names. Come on, one more. Uh, Timothy Claypole from rent ghost Oh, yes, there you go. Top three. Excellent ghosts. Yeah. So, yes, I do believe in ghosts. Just do you think because... the ghost of Patrick Swayze in real life will be as good as the ghost he played in the film? If you were going to be haunted by Patrick Swayze, yeah. would you want him to be... The dirty dancing Patrick Swayze, Johnny. Uh, yeah. Or would you want him to be? I'd like ghost. the ghost and him leaning round and moulding a. Do you do a lot me. of potting at yeah. the wheel? Well, I don't, but I would, if he was around and was a ghost, you'd want him to cuddle you yeah. while you do it. Yeah. No, I'd want him to dance. <laughs> <laughs> and catch you, but would you be worried? Oh, but would you? Oh worried? You would jump up and that then is you'd a go. Turn. Then you'd, you'd fall be like, through. <laughs> You but don't... everyone would be like, no, Kerry, there's no such thing as ghosts. And you'd be like, ah. If he caught you, but, you know, you're corporeal, aren't you? Is that that That's I'm solid one. and he's you're, not? You've got human flesh. I know, oh, right, I haven't you're thought bodily. through. Yeah, so you would fall through the ghost, Patrick Swayze. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's sad that he died, right? I'm not, I'm not having a go, but he is dead. I love so Patrick Swayze. Can't li- you can't make your money off playing a ghost and then have, get upset when people start going, now you're a ghost. That's ironic. <laughs> It's his That's own fault point. for playing around with I, being um, a ghost, isn't it? I've been re-watching uh, Dirty Dancing lately because my daughter is now watching it. And right. I didn't know whether to let her because she's nine and there's right. an abortion in it. Oh, is there? So you've got to have that chat. Yeah. Nine seems a bit young to yeah. chat about abortions. <laughs> it does. But then you realise that they don't really understand. They're just watching the dancing. Because yeah. I watched Grease when I was four and that's got all kinds of sexual stuff in it. Is that the baby that goes in the corner? Is that the is that the abortion? baby in the corner is dirty dancing? Yeah. That, See, that, you've that, enlightened that... me on the human centipede, yeah. and I've enlightened you on dirty dancing. You have, yeah. It's I'm just real... wondering if the baby in the corner is the aborted baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never thought of that. Thanks. <laughs> no. You put it in the bin with the other ones. The special bin. The special... Do you think you will let your daughter watch dirty dancing when she's um, nine? I, I sort of think I'll let my daughter do anything she wants. She's probably watched Human Centipede already. She, she, has, she sort of just gets away with anything. I find it very difficult. Oh, to you be, do find it hard to discipline? Yeah. 
Really? Do you think I that's why? Everything she does is funny, <laughs> and it's kind of like it. I'd like her to be a very worldly five-year-old who cracks jokes. Yeah, there is there is advantages and disadvantages yeah. too. <laughs> and smokes a cigar <laughs> just for your amusement. Whiskey. Yeah, that's. Yeah. You might want to keep an eye on that. No, it's difficult to know. It's a, it's an odd thing. Being it is a, hard disciplining children. Yeah. And you... knowing when they should, when they're ready for. My wife swears in front of my daughter all the time, and she's too young to understand it. But, but nearly... is there going to be a point when yeah. she says "cunt" and to I Granny? Keep on then saying... that's bad. And I don't like. That's and weirdly, bad. I really don't like people swearing in front of my daughter. Well, it is. I, I, it is embarrassing when they do it in front of other yeah. people. I mean, like my daughter did say "fuck" in front of my mum, and it's like, oh, that really looks bad on us. Yeah. <laughs> no one's judging them. They hear it and go. <laughs> to you like yeah. it's bad, it reflects badly on the parents yeah, no, definitely but then it's better to get it out of the way isn't it I mean they're going to hear yeah. it get straight in there first yeah. word motherfucker yeah <laughs> I lo- wouldn't that be great if when they say what was my first word like, motherfucker <laughs> if you could jump into a pool of something but you could choose whatever the thing it's a bit like the it's uh, like the Midas one question, isn't it yeah. yeah but you're jumping in this time well you wouldn't want gold then no <laughs> what would you jump into Taramasalata. Okay, it's very like it. Do you say Taramasalata or Taramasalata? I can't really say it. I tried to say it earlier and it went wrong, so I'm not going to try it. Oh, that's what there I say. There you go, that's what you say. Yeah, Taramasalata. Not Taramusalata. I don't say Taramusalata, no, it's definitely not that. I think I've said that, Have and you? I feel a bit embarrassed now with retrospect that I've said Taramusalata. <laughs> Taramusalata. For a long time, I said avocados. Did you? <laughs> I mean, years, well into yeah. my adult life. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've said anything. No. I'm, Nothing I've, that I've embarrassing. Always, I've always got everything exactly right. Oh. Well done. Well, Skellington, but I do that on purpose. That doesn't count. I can say Skellington. I've said oh, skizzers on purpose. Skizzers. And hospital. Oh, that's nice. Chimley. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> they're good. They're cute. Holly, but we were talking earlier about words that people use that you hate. Mine is Holly yes. Bob's. Yes. Hate holly bobs. Yeah. If a friend says holly bobs, you're like, unfriend. Yeah. Well, that's why I was... The, the other emergency question I have about that is if someone... If you're having sex with someone and they called their, their breast boobies, would you carry on having sex no. with them? Or would you stop? I'd immediately I'd stop. stop. Cease. Yeah. I don't think I could have sex with someone who called them boobies, but if they would called them boobies during... I would. Oh, say that's something. horrific. Yeah. Touch would... my boobies. No. no. <laughs> Definitely not. If Gemma Chance, we were talking about this the other week, if Gemma Chance, I'd say, no, sorry, Gemma, that's it. Would you? I feel guilty about betraying Jack. You feel so strongly. (laughs) Now now it's happened. And and also my own wife. (laughs) (laughs) Mainly it's Jack. (laughs) Then, yeah. What a world, eh? Um, <laughs> do, you, do you find do you, do you find people's attitude to you has changed on the circuit now that you're getting uh, TV and film stuff are people still yeah. that's what I like no not especially yeah. that is what I quite like about the circuit it's all pretty people are pretty down to us and not too Shitty. It's sort of amazing. It's, well, it's amazing to get a big break, isn't it? I think people do feel glad when. Well, the thing is, I went back. I mean, like, I, I never stopped doing the circuit. I suppose if you get a break and then you just stop, yeah, then maybe. But I never did stop really. No. And it's quite a leveler doing the circuit. Yes. Because it doesn't matter what you're doing, you still got to do the thing. Yeah. So. I no, people are very supportive. There's a lovely sort of 
culture of I personally think it is quite supportive like everyone's yeah. really happy for Dave Johns aren't yeah they? I was just going to say there's just such David. a warmth of feeling about that, that and, and, and most people were very you know they said well done and supported I think it's with the, the, the comedy circuit is they feel someone has to have earned the stripes to do it so I think right. they, when, they, when people resent someone it's often when it's they're um, brand new they decide it's undeserved <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but if someone like David Johns who's in uh, I Daniel Blake yeah uh, so he's a stand-up he's been going for a lo- long like, time like 60 years old yeah. so he's been going for a long time yeah uh, and uh, and then he's, he's now in the new Ken sort of getting, yeah, and Ken when I, s- I walk past his poster on the tube built on the way here and it just makes you smile you're like hello yeah. it's yeah. lovely oh. well, everyone resents you on the circuit I just, uh, they, uh, they told me they told me to tell you <laughs> well they're not saying anything to my face <laughs> no. so I'm happily delusional nice and thanks for smashing that <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I had. It. I think I didn't write down my new all my new. Oh, do you think the film, the Tim Allen film, the Santa Claus, could ever happen in real life? What happens in that film? Um, he uh, Santa Claus is on top of Tim Allen's house, and then he falls off because of something Tim Allen does and dies. Right. And then Tim Allen has to become Santa. Spoiler alert: becomes the new Santa Claus. And do I think that could happen yeah. in real life? Um. I, well, it dep- do I believe in Santa Claus? Is that the sort of question? No, do you believe that Santa Claus is just a man who travels around and is mortal? But so he's then, not magic? No. And then he, he goes, well, if you're going to buy into the thing yeah. of Santa Claus, you might as well go all the way with the magic. Okay. I mean, he's a bit magic. Well, he can't do what he's meant to but do he's if not he's immortal. not magic. He's just a man who can fall off a roof and die, and then Tim Allen can come in. Do you think it's right that... If it is possible for that to happen... Yeah. Do you think it's right for Santa Claus to essentially press-gang Tim Allen... Into being, but he's dead. How did he press game? Well, you know, by dying and then passing on the mantle to Tim Allen. Right. I think it should be a voluntary role. Not. I don't think it should be forced. (laughs) That is a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be done for the love of it. I mean, Tim Allen comes round to it and sort of enjoys being Santa. You wouldn't want to be Santa under duress. No, but I think it could be sort of Stockholm syndrome as well. You get there's all the elves and stuff. Oh right, yeah. You're placed in that position. And I just worry for Tim Allen that he's sort of gone along with it. Who is Tim Allen? He's Santa, he's Santa Claus now. He also plays the voice of one of the... Would toys, I know him? Story. He was in um, Home Improvements. What's that? Uh, sitcom about uh, <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> sitcom about a man. It down. <laughs> there was a sitcom about a man who did Home Improvements. He had his own t- TV show where he did DIY in the sitcom. I don't and know And he this. had a next-door neighbour who was just a hat. And, um, Why don't I know this guy? Uh, yeah, there was a pretty girl in it. Who played her? Don't know. Um, and I... then he was in um, Toy Story. He played Buzz Lightyear. Oh, okay, I know Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it's him. Do you, so, do you, Buzz think, Lightyear... do you think Toy Story could ever happen in real life? Yeah, definitely. Do you think Toy Story Two could ever happen in real life? Remind me what happens in that one. Um, I've got I think a really that's the bad one memory. where they go and they find the other. Jesse's in that one, Jesse's isn't she? In Jesse's one, in that one. And there's the old man played by Kelsey Grammer. That, I like that one. I don't evil. like the one with the bear. Yeah, that's that the one's third. a bit Toy spooky. Story that's really spooky. Think Toy Story three could ever happen in real no, life? No, I don't think it could. Which films do you think could happen in real life? <laughs> that Ghost. might be an easier way to come around this question. <laughs> um, I don't. Do you, are you going to go along with the Santa Claus thing? No, I don't think there's. I think. It's, no, I mean, as a parent, are you going to tell me? Oh, I'm going to tell you, yeah, yeah. Because some people don't approve of that. Yeah. Like, my dad used to say, it's lying. Right. Like, it's a crush it's on... It's a weird thing, because, you know, I think we were... Did this come up? But, like, if, you, if they believe in it for too long, it becomes sort of embarrassing. When's the right age? Yeah. I'm so, asking. Because my friend said his son still did, and his son was 12, and I was judging. Yeah. <laughs> That's too old, isn't it? It is too old, yeah. 
what he's like, he's your son. You've got to work out. <laughs> It's sweet, though, isn't it, that they would... No, there's a line in You it. want innocent stuff. There's a line between sweetness and thickness. <laughs> it's, you want to preserve this innocence. I remember my... Not till they're 12. I remember my grandma and my mum saying, oh, it's a terrible... You know, I remember them talking about stuff yeah. when I was little and saying it's a terrible world, you have to protect them. I remember them saying that. Yeah. I can't remember what they were saying it about, but, you know, I can remember that. That's I remember so being aware there was something... That it was a terrible that world. That That's what stayed with me. It's a terrible world. It's sort world. of worse not to know why. It's just that yeah, it's... it's a magical thing, Santa Claus. You've crushed it with the Tim Allen thing. Yeah. But, um... Well, Tim Allen did a good job of crushing it, I would say. Yeah. And Santa Claus literally got crushed. I'll be glad when it's over, when Santa Claus is done and dusted, and then I don't have to pretend anymore. Okay. I don't like lying. I mean, I don't, I'll do it, but it's a burden, in it? Because you've got to get two loads of wrapping paper. <laughs> yes. That's admin. That is admin. Uh, it's kind of weird that your daughter would know about abortion before she would know about well, that's Santa Claus. That's, that's a really fair point. That's why I wrestled with whether to let her watch Dirty Dancing. I'm like, surely I should break Santa Claus to you before abortions. Yeah. Do you think the way out of it is just to say, oh, some, there's been some bad news. <laughs> Santa Claus has died. I'll be doing the presents from now on. That's a lovely way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> he was very old. Would you do he it? had a good life. But now he's dead, and all the elves have also died. That's a, that's the elves so have all reason. killed themselves in sorrow, <laughs> in a sort of suicide pact. They all agreed there was no point in going on. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Claus is is. You're making the lie bigger. Yeah. I keep it simple. Yeah. Difficult, isn't it? Yeah. I dressed my daughter up as a monster. She's got a monster costume for Halloween. Yeah. But that's a kind of lie as well, isn't it? She's what, not Halloween? Really a monster, yeah. And she's not a monster? No, she's not a monster. She liked it. Well, you can't take all the lies away, no. otherwise what is childhood? That's true. She went, ah, that's good. Was that entertaining? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I'll show you a video of it later. Uh, so, um, good. Well, it's, look, actually, I've got to keep an... Oh, blimey, uh, the time has flown by. Uh, you've got another gig to do. What, are, you, are you doing a charity gig? I am. What is, what's the charity for you? That's very nice to do work for charity. You brought that up, not yeah, me, I so I get to come out of this I looking know. okay. You do? What's the charity? Uh, I UKIP. think it's Parkinson. UKIP. UKIP. Yeah, it's UKIP. Get the immigrants it's out. It's a UKIP kid. Like. Um, do you think it's Parkinson's? What I love about comedians they is get they take... Bit. I've done this loads of times. I've taken gigs and got there and discovered it's something I fundamentally disagree with. Oh, really? I did. I don't I disagree with Parkinson's. I'm really opposed to Parkinson's. Someone says, I'll oh, come and do a gig. Oh, yeah, fine, I'll do it. And then you yeah, get and there. And it's UKIP. And I've got one and it was for homeopathy <laughs> which I'm absolutely opposed to it was like because they said oh it's for, a, it's for a hospital and the hospital did lots of other things did you still do the gig? I, well I kind of had to because yeah, I was yeah. there and you kind of think well people would that would be thinking, really shitty and it would be shitty yeah. I pulled out some gigs that I've realised I don't support the cause having saying I'm right. do it no that's very but, good uh, to remember to but, check yeah who it's for that's bad though isn't it it was me and Alistair Barry and he, he just realised as well and <laughs> We had a discussion about whether we should stay and Still do the do gig. Still do it. And we decided we should stay and do the gig. Uh, but then, no, I don't know, there was no way out Did you there. do any piss-takey jokes of it? No, I, did, I think it was, it'd be sort of, that'd be worse, isn't it? It's like when you take, if you do like corporate gigs, and then, and take then the go out. and take the piss out of it, yeah. as if you're like going, yeah, no, I'll have your money, but yeah, yeah, I think you you're all cunts, you can't do both. You've got to, no, you've no, got you're to, very, you've got you're right. To, you've got to there go. is a moral code here. Uh, so I think if there's a danger, you're going to go on and think, I'm going to have to say what I really think to these people then you probably well the lesson there is that you should read your emails (laughs) (laughs) 
think people ask you to do things. Think, oh yeah, that's not. I think the thing with charity gigs is a lot of comedians like to do them because they're you know they're big. They're nice gigs. gigs they're yeah, like big. You might do a gig with a thousand, two thousand people. Well, it's all things. Well, if you don't get to do any other charity work in any other form, yeah. which I don't, I tried to recently. I joined this thing called Silver Line, yeah. where I was meant to ring this old lady called Marie every Wednesday, and I was really committed to it. I did the training, and I thought I can spare half an hour every Wednesday to call Marie. Yeah. I forgot twice on the trot. <laughs> Which is really bad. And then the woman rang me and went, you're not really... In, you can't. You haven't got the time. And I felt really bad. For, I mean, like, we had two lovely chats, me and yeah. Marie. But actually, Marie dumped me. Like, right. she rang the woman and went, I don't want her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a real learning. Because I think what I learned from that is that I, the will is one thing. But actually, whether you can do a thing is a yeah. different thing. So I think, well, if you can do gigs, I can do some charity gigs. But I can't ring Marie. Yeah. Every Wednesday, which it's, I feel really bad about. It does. It says a lot about comedians. Well, you can't. You can say I want to do volunteering and blah blah blah, but you can't always. You've got young kids and you're working no. and blah blah blah. So you sort of do the things you can. But that bringing someone up, that's not hard, though. Is it? Well, it, I didn't think it was hard, but why don't you have a crack at it and let's see how? Because uh... I don't really. My wife's very socially conscious and does. Nice so she stuff. does stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's her. That's her yeah. karma. What? So I just think, fuck it. Why bother? Gonna, no, you don't get to have it by proxy. No, you have to do it yourself. You have to do some I, charity I hate, things. Uh, I hate the disadvantaged. So um, it's. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note uh, we're going to have to let you go uh, it's been really lovely uh, to talk to you thanks so much for coming Thank in you for I hope you enjoyed it your show is called Sick or Twist and we've got by the, the time this goes out it'll be done won't no, it? Well, it I don't know it'll be, a couple, it'll be a month or so no be, it'll be over, over. But we thanks got a DVD, for... going to do it on DVD. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, do a DVD. Okay. Get Go Faster Strike. Can you it. lend me your projector again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will, but you'll have to get your own cord for okay. it. Okay. No, it was, you can, no it, was, it was, yeah, it was all right. It was fine. I had, it let's not go over it, but... Everyone's got it, phones now, I'm going to take it off your wages, the, yeah, the cost. <laughs> what, the potatoes? The, the, yeah. Actually, yeah, if you bring a few mash, if you could mash them for me and bring them in. As an apology. Yeah, that would, that would be nice. And make them nice and cold and milky. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, watch uh, Hard to Swallow. Uh, watch Kerry's DVD. Watch her in Mascots and all the other. You've got loads of stuff coming up, right? There's tons of stuff. You're going to be in another sitcom. There's a sitcom in January on yeah. Sky One, yeah. Limey. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming in and doing the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kerry Goddardman. <laughs> you have been listening to Richard Herring's That's the Square Theatre podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Kerry Goddardman. The music is by Pest. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre, to everyone at Go Faster Strike, and everyone at the British Comedy Guide. Thanks for your help. You've been quite good. It's produced by Ben Walker. Not here while I'm doing the credits. I can say what I like about him. He's a nice guy, actually. George is doing the sound. He's all right as well. Don't listen to the rumours about him. It is a Sky Potato fuzz. And <laughs> Go Faster Strike production for the internet. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed these, there's still a few left. Go to leicestersquaretheatre.com and you can buy tickets to see whoever is in the last few. Uh, also, you can get tickets to As It Occurs to Me at www.leicestersquaretheatre.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. Gofasterstripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out. <laughs>